All right, we are back. Witcher Season 3, Episode 7. Out of the fire and into the frying pan. And, well, I've got some theories. i got some speculation. i got some stuff to add before we hit this finale. The last episode of Henry Cavill as Garrett Arubia awaits us. Let's get going. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm here, as always, all day to cover The Witcher. One more episode left to go. We already covered Jujutsu Kaisen. We covered the last episode, episode six. Now, if you'll be doing me the kind honor, thank you, of liking, commenting, or subscribing. Any one of them is greatly appreciated. Look, I have a prevailing theory here for how things are going to overall play out. I think Nilfgaard is going to ultimately do in Henry in the very, very next episode. There's absolutely no way they're going to find a way to change him to become exactly what Liam is. They, ha they have to go away of getting rid of Cavill. Um, if he survives, it'll have to be... He went on he undergone some crazy magic, some sort of weird transformation spell that only the people of Broccolon Forest know. Something of along those lines in order to make the change of face, body, style, appearance, talking, etc. mesh. And that's gonna be exceptionally tricky to do because I know some fans have already said, Hey, season three is it. This is the finale, we're done, that's it. I'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say we should probably give it a chance. Look. For all of us who are like huge fans of the Batman, we thought, ah, oh, Christian Bale is absolutely going to be it. There's absolutely going to be no other Batman that we thoroughly enjoy. And then when we heard the dude from Twilight was going to be him, we were kind of a little harsh. And um, we were a lot of bit wrong, myself included. But the prevailing theory for this show is there's a lot of symbolism from the last episode as opposed to a lot of substance. I was, I'm not going to lie to you, I was bored out of my mind in that desert. I understand the importance and the necessity to show the struggle, her internal conflict, what she's going through mentally, what she's going through physically, how to survive, how to adapt, how to overcome, using all the skills that she's learned from Yennefer and from Geralt in order to survive. And the, the symbolism of the unicorn is the thing I really, really want to get at here. And I know unicorn is something that's very specific to Yennefer and Geralt. They have some of their craziest and most epic rounds of lovemaking, if you will, on top of a stuffed unicorn. So at a certain point, the unicorn that saves Ciri is the same unicorn that is Geralt of Rivia and Yennefer of Vangerberg. Those two have saved her from so many trials, so many tribulations. They have become her de facto family. And then when her real family shows up, a.k.a. Calanthe and Pavetta, She's emotionally torn. There's blood, and there's the people you've chosen to be in your life. And blood is important, and it's honorable, and I get it. You had a meaningful impact with these people. They helped shape you who you are, your early days, your young thinking. Mausak was even very, very important and instrumental for a long purpose of your life and helped do instrumental things for you. But when things hit the fan and you lost everything that you knew and loved, who were the people that stood by you when nobody else would? Geralt and Yennefer. Those are her de facto mom and dad. And there is nothing on the entire continent, much like Jaskier said, that Geralt won't do in order to ensure that his daughter is safe. Because people are like, oh, no, that's an adopted daughter. No, no, no. This is, this is the daughter he chose. This is an entirely different thing between this is a legal piece of paper that says you are mine and I'm just dealing with you because, yeah, and because I wanted 
no one else more in the world than you. And that's something that changes the significant impact of this. So the fact that she was willing to break the lateral laws of magic in order to save this unicorn goes to show that she's willing to do anything in order to help save Yennefer and Geralt, which is a very dangerous line to be on when you are someone who's of this importance where you can shape any and all continents to your making, to your bidding, to your will at any point in time because the level of magic that you encapsulate, that's dangerous. So having important people like Yennefer and Geralt now at your beck and whim in terrible situations where you can, as Nilfgaard, influence things to make Siri want to do terrible, terrible things to ensure their safety. Next episode is going to be absolutely nuts. And I mean, having all of this break out the way that it did, it's very good writing. And I'm sure some of us were very, very bored, as was I. Hey, sound off in the comment section below. I still think it was a necessary episode because most shows have a nice ebb and flow to it. The last episode was a straight up. And then we started straight down, kind of leveled off because we didn't get any better than boring. And then near the end of the episode, we're starting to put things into perspective as we finish out the series. I'm very excited to see how this plays out. Let me know your theories below before we get to the next episode. So I know you haven't peeked ahead and, you know, seen some things, had some prior information that I may not have gotten to yet. Hopefully you're enjoying the show as much as I am. And please, for me, like this video, subscribe to the channel, and be sure to leave your thoughts and comments below because your thoughts are the ones that matter. I have theories. I have speculations. We are Geek Variants. See you in the next one.